everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. She is one of the nation's leading voices for sound biblical counseling. Her nationally syndicated live call-in radio programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, have garnered millions of listeners from around the globe in over 60 countries, six continents, and for the last 30-plus years has been the go-to resource for those seeking healing, hope, and more. Would you welcome back to Testimony and a National Religious Broadcaster Special Radio Impact Award winner of the year with her latest must-read, Depression, Walking from Darkness into the Dawn. Founder in HopeForTheHeart.org, always an honor, June Hunt. June, welcome back to Testimony. Oh, I love being with you. Thank you. You certainly have, uh, you're full of heart, and you give people hope through the testimonies that you present. Well, thank you so much, and it's an honor to hear you say that. Uh, your work is tremendous and worldwide, so let's get right to it. You say in your latest Must Read Depression that it is the number one health problem today. How do you describe depression? When you think of depression, uh, for a moment, I want you just to imagine a heart-shaped pillow, a foam rubber pillow, red covering at the top, and now you put one of those old-fashioned irons on top. What's going to happen to the foam rubber? It'll go down. It'll be depressed being pressed down to a lower position. Now, let's say we're looking at this heart-shaped pillow with the iron, and then an hour from now, you remove the iron. What's going to happen to the pillow? It'll just come right back up to its normal shape. But if you keep that iron on the pillow, not just for one hour, but for one year, or many, many months, it will not rebound. It will not go back to its previous state because now it's in a state of depression. The truth is we all face depression at different times. Think about the person that you love the most and all of a sudden that person is no longer in your life. That's depression that we all experience and the Bible says Ecclesiastes 3 there's a time to grieve. There's a time to mourn. Mm -hmm. And this is normal. So you can have normal depression in a way, and yet this depression can be a psychological state of depression where the heart is pressed down so much that it's unable to experience joy. And those who suffer with depression feel trapped. They can feel trapped underneath this dark, heavy blanket of sadness, grief, and hopelessness. Interestingly, when you're in a state of depression, it affects the whole person, body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to realize, like in the book of Job, Job 5, 
darkness comes upon them in the daytime. At noon, they grope as in the night. Mm. So truly, no one wants to be depressed, having our hearts depressed. Depression covers a huge gamut of situations as well as causes. So what are two types of depression? And that's a good way to really understand. When I mention the person dearest to you, can you identify with that personally? Okay. And it could be a mom. It could be a child. It could be a spouse. Uh, whoever's closest. If that person dies, you know that's unchangeable. That's a situation. That's situational depression as opposed to chemical depression hmm. or something called, it could be called clinical depression. It's based on a situation where even the Bible says we will grieve for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In other words, there's a necessary time frame to get over that deep heart depression based, again, on a painful situation where the heart is pressed down for a period of time. Now, the second type is this chemical depression or clinical depression. That's when the body chemistry doesn't function properly or there is a change in body chemistry. And by the way, a person could have both at the same time. There could be a chemical change and a situational change. But the point is that during these times of uh, depression, this is a heavy-hearted time where hope seems elusive. Emotions feel flat. The heart feels sick. In fact, there's a fascinating scripture in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is a book on wisdom. And in Proverbs 13, we read, hope deferred mm. makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. I remember one time, very candidly, a situation where we were a young ministry and we had material on a lot of our topics. We have a hundred approximately different topics. And this woman came by at this uh, humongous convention in Houston and she said, I want to see your material on depression. And I just handed it to her. And so she quietly went off to the side and came back. And she looked to be about 40 years old maybe 45 and she said I want you to know I've spoken against medication you need to have enough faith in God and God will heal you and she said a little over three years ago all of a sudden I woke up and it's like a black blanket was thrown over my head and I couldn't get out from underneath it for three years wow. I could not she said, I was a missionary, and I did everything that I told others to do, and it didn't work. And then I finally went to the doctor, and he said, this is something we need to try. And there was one thing that was tried, and she said, the blanket was removed. And she said, I was wrong, mm. and I feel so badly that I mm. just was trying to make it all about a spiritual condition. Mm -hmm. And so I learned from that early on. You see, I had tried to ride the fence. 
because I knew some people would talk about medication and they'd be totally against it, other right. would be for it. And so I just didn't even speak of it. But then one day, I saw the scripture in Ezekiel, God made leaves for healing. Oh, so medication is biblical. Now, you and I know it's got to be not an overkill. It's not just drug people to get them some kind of relief without working through the problem. Sometimes if you have a, enough medication that could enable a person to process the pain, then there are certain things that can be put in place. By the way, I do know God can heal anybody at any time in any way. Right. But there are times when that is not what he chooses at that point. And all I know is we do what we seek to do that's best, but let's be biblical all the way around. And so those are the two main reasons. Situational depression that we all have periodically. And there's nothing unbiblical, there's nothing unspiritual about that. And some people feel that, a lot of pastors. And mm -hmm. they are afraid to mention that they are heavy-hearted and, and depressed because they are concerned how they will be judged. We must not judge people. But just because they have a situation in their lives, or whatever causes it, everyone needs compassion and help. In our remaining time here today, June Hunt, what are some practical steps you can share with our listeners to help conquer depression? I would do one thing first, just go on and get a medical checkup and tell the doctor that there seems to be a sense of depression. You don't know why. Is there a possible medical reason? And it can be a certain type of medication, like for Parkinson's. One man was newly on a Parkinson's medication. He was a middle-aged adult, it was early, early onset, but he became depressed and he told the doctor, he said, oh, well, we know that that could take place with this medication. They gave him an alternate medication and their depression was gone. So that's why it's vital to start and ask uh, someone to check the medications in case there could be a reason. Uh, but one thing that would be huge, and I don't want to say just one thing, in order to conquer depression, you number one, confront all the losses in your life. Allow yourself to grieve. That's Ecclesiastes 3, 4, a time to grieve. There's a time to mourn. So we know that that is right. But go through the losses in your life and have you actually grieved them? Some have not. Some have tried to just push away the pain in their lives. Secondly, give the Lord Jesus Christ absolute control of your life. You confess where you've chosen wrong. He promises to cleanse you of all your sins when we receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Lord means master, ruler, owner. We give him control of our lives. And then what we know is the Bible says in 1 John 1, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So this deals with a relationship with Christ. Then realize many people, they've not been told that they are loved. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible says, and this is Jeremiah 31.3, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with unfailing kindness. And then what are you saying to yourself? 
I'm no good, I can't do it, I'm a failure. Well, everyone has failed, that doesn't make you a failure. So you replace all the negative self-talk by focusing on what is positive based on God's word. And I love this scripture, which says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, lovely, excellent, praiseworthy, let your mind dwell on these things. Bottom line is to take charge and say, all right, thank you, Lord, that you've told me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As long as you have life, you have hope, God's hope. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, singer, and nationally recognized biblical counselor and syndicated radio host of her live call-in programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, founder of Hope for the Heart Ministries, June Hunt. You can learn more about June's work, ministry, and mission by visiting hopefortheheart.org and get her book, Depression. You will be blessed and given hope that you did. June, it is always a joy interviewing you for testimony. Thank you again for sharing your years of wisdom and practical insights for overcoming what many have called an epidemic in our nation today, depression, the title of your latest must read. We thank you for the many it will help to avoid this pitfall, and if already in it, how to navigate out of it and victoriously so we thank you again and god bless you thank you so much it's an honor always to be with you testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine bard ministries and you our listening audience together we are reaching souls for christ one testimony at a time if you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.